Sports Addicted to sports A married man's guide to sports addiction Hey! Hey everybody, welcome back to this is the uh, Married Man's Guide to Sports Addiction Episode 17? 17, we're going to call it 17 17 episodes in Today is May the 10th of 2016. How the hell are you? Oh, man, what a week. Got over uh, Mother's Day. I think we navigated that pretty successfully. Oh, it's always, you know, it's Mother's Day. It's just a day of uh, complete nonsensical activities in my household. So, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? We, uh, typically, most years... We have a uh, cookout at the park. My wife's family, her brother and his family, and then my brother-in-law's wife. She usually has family. And when we first moved to this suburb, I don't know, 10, 11 years ago, it wasn't that packed. I mean, it really wasn't. There was, I mean, you can really see there was a lot less people in this suburb. So we went to the park to get a barbecue. There was always just a barbecue pit open. And every year that passes, it gets less and less. So, of course, my wife's family, they just, they've started, you know, sending me down in the last couple years. We'll just have Guy go, because he likes to be up early. Whatever the fuck that means. He likes to be up early. Let him uh, go and I can guard a spot. I can just go to the park and guard a spot until everybody else decides to get their shit together. Well, this year, I said, no. I said, I'll tell you what, babe. We're going to go to the park. We're going to have a barbecue. And I'm going to smile about it. I'm going to be happy. But here's the thing. When we go to the park, we'll go when they call us and tell us they're cooking food. Now, everybody else has the day off, too. So it's always my brother-in-law's deal that they're going to go to the park and start the barbecue. He's got to be the one with the tongs. He has to marinate the meat just the way he likes it. It's his It's his show. It's his show. Do what you got to do. I said, we'll go when they decide to start cooking food. It's like a five-minute drive for us to the park. She said, well, that's... She goes, I don't want you to be nasty about it. I said, I'm not being nasty about it. We'll go to the park. When they call us that food is cooking. All right. Well, they call us at 1230. Said, we're at the park. Come on down. What I didn't get from her was that confirmation they were actually cooking. So I said, all right, they're at the park, let's go. So we get there, 12.45, on Mother's Day Sunday. And then we're standing around, because guess what? There's no more barbecue pits open. Everybody got there early with their meat, they're cooking. We're standing there like a bunch of jerk-offs. No barbecue. I told my wife. I looked at her and I said, I told you. I fucking told you. You guys just think you can show up whenever the hell you want to show up. And there's going to be some barbecue pits open up. You guys can't just roll in here whenever the hell is convenient for you and expect you to barbecue pit. And last year I went, I almost got into some trouble because people were trying to jump on my barbecue. I didn't have no briquettes. I didn't have any lawn chairs. I'm just sitting on a damn barbecue like I'm going to fight somebody over it. I said, I ain't doing that this year. You guys aren't putting me in that situation. I'm not going to go down there and have to fight some people on Mother's Day to guard this barbecue pit until you guys can finally get your shit together. How long does it take you out of the house? 
Honestly. Your brother's a grown man. Get out of the house. Get out of the park. Get out of the park. All right. Well, they didn't do it. So now we're standing around looking at each other. He got a cooler full of meat. We got sodas. We got waters. We found a table, but there's no barbecue pit. So then he's got to call his other brother-in-law to find his little charcoal cooker. And then this dude has to drive in from another suburb. And it was just a shit show. It was just a shit show. What are you going to do? We were at the park for two and a half hours before we even got meat cooking on the grill. Every goddamn year. Every year it's the same damn thing. What do I want to do on Mother's Day? I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to I want to hit it hard and hit, and just be done with it. Let's go have a brunch. I'll make a reservation. Let's go Let's go watch a movie. Let's go out to, uh, you know, the mall. Whatever you want to do, we can schedule it in. We can do it. Be successful, be happy, but no. Every year we gotta do what a brother wants to do. And this was the year that I finally gotta say, I told you so. And you know what? I give my wife credit. She didn't say a goddamn thing about it. She was like, Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Goddamn right I'm right. Oof. I don't know, that that has nothing to do with sports. Um <laughs> That's how my week went. I just it all boils down to whatever pisses me off the most this one week, and that was it. And here, all right, let's just let's just jump into the topics. It's playoff season, so in the morning, I think it was like a 10 a.m. start for us. <clears throat> I'm watching the uh, the America game. I think they were playing Pumas, so Liga MX. Now our team Pachuca was in second place. Now, if America would have won, we'd have got bumped down to three. And playing at three, we would have had to face uh, Morelia. But I got to watch that first game. So, you know, America ties. They, they got a draw. But then there's a second game on that I want to watch because I got some, you know, money riding on the DraftKings. I would like to watch the game. I'm not saying that my sports viewing takes precedence over Mother's Day. But in the three hours we were at the park doing jack shit, nothing... I could have at least got some game time in. So either way, you know, it's playoff season. There's a lot of playoffs going on, man. I mean, we got the NBA. Yeah, Portland kind of counterpunched for a minute, and then Portland realized that we were Portland and Golden State is Golden State. They are who we thought they were, folks. They are who we thought they were. And uh, Portland's just not that good. What are you going to do? We got no star power outside of uh, Lillard, so. Um, <clears throat> NHL playoffs are going on, and now League MX playoffs are going on. And I'm into it, man. I'm into it. So let's just run down. Because nobody who listens to this podcast probably knows anything about League MX playoffs. Let me tell you how cool it's going to be. Number one versus number eight. We got uh, Monterey versus Tigres. Gonna be, uh, that's going to be a slaughter. Monterey's going to steamroll those bastards. Number two, Pachuca, my team, against Santos Laguna. A little bit bittersweet for me because they got uh, Jose Villafania from Portland on uh, Santos. But Pachuca should do well on that. We should we should be okay. Three, Leon versus uh, Morelia at number six. Uh, you got to go. You got to go, Leon. They have a guy that is DraftKings money. Um, if you ever play DraftKings... Uh, for League MX, there's a guy in Leon named uh, Elias Hernandez. 
And my God, he just crosses all game long. I mean, I think he gets like 26 points on, on crosses alone. So that dude's money. But Vosselli at home, he's good. Um, and then number four, person number five, big classico. We're going to have uh, America versus uh, Chivas of Guadalajara. And that's coming up this week. And I'm actually, I'm going to put precedence on that on that playoff series over anything MLS this year. Or this, this stretch. The MLS got me so goddamn bummed out. You know, I study it. I write articles about it. But man alive. It's just, it's when you see a league like the EPL or, or, or League MX, where there's, you know, somebody's getting relegated out this bitch when it's done. I mean, somebody's going to get kicked out of the big league in Mexico, down to the second league, and that's cool. That's cool for me on so many levels that you just can't suck. You can't just keep sucking and hanging around. I mean, that's just, I can't believe American sports haven't figured it out. All the land we have and all the teams we have in minor league markets, how we haven't figured that bullshit out. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. Mother's Day's over. We survived. You know, and then, so we got out of the park, and she was, I mean, my wife was cool. She understood. I think it was, like, the first time we had, like, a real argument where she was like, yeah, you're right, this is kind of some bullshit. Because here's what she's saying, you know, it's like my wife's day. It's my wife's day, you know, it's Mother's Day. She's earned it. And then finally, it was like, people are fucking with my Mother's Day. Like, I'm waiting for some dude to show up with a barbecue. On Mother's Day, we're just like, yeah, I told, and I told her, I was like, whatever you want to do, let's go watch a movie, eat any restaurant you want to eat, we'll bring a movie in, we'll get some wine, we'll watch a DVD with the kids, whatever you want to do. Nope. Barbecue at the park. Yeah. Well, that shit didn't work until it did, and then everybody was just not really in the mood. <sighs> and I had to pretend to side with her. I have to pretend that, you know. I'm bummed out for it. Now I'm bummed out for myself. I'm missing the game over this bullshit. Man. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, you don't have a League MX team yet. We could uh, always use um, some more Pachuca fans on our bandwagon. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be good. It's just, it's playoffs in the spring or just something about it. I don't know. And then hockey. If we look at hockey, um, man, Penguins are playing Capitals tonight. We're up three to two, and I got to tell you, if we don't if we don't wrap this up at home, if we go you know three three, and have to go back to to Washington, I don't know if we get them. I honestly don't. I mean, but this has been a, this has been a hell of a series. I mean, really, for the neutral fans out there, I don't think you can do much better than what you've seen in uh, Pittsburgh versus Washington this this spring. It's been awesome. It has been some sloppy play. But it's sloppy not because of the lack of talent, but it's sloppy at times because they just hit each other that hard. You know, not headhunting, but just really physical, old-school hockey. Um, it's just been such a joy to watch. To watch Pittsburgh, who's always kind of this, you know, because Sidney Crosby is who Sidney Crosby is, we get this this label that we're we're finicky or we're we're dainty or we're just technically sound, but we're not strong. No, nah, man, Pittsburgh's coming out just smacking dudes in the face. Hey, we get smacked in the face, we smack them right back. It's a fun series. It's a fun series to watch. Now, I haven't caught as much of the Tampa Bay series, and I've been told, I know, that's also been a good series. I got to get caught up on a couple of those highlights. Um, really haven't gotten caught up on, on San Jose either, but I, I will. 
I mean, if there's if there's a team that you kind of got to root for out of the West, I mean, San Jose, just that little team that could, you know, you just got to feel kind of good that San Jose's made it this far. So, <clears throat> but yeah, Pittsburgh over everything. I'm I'm gonna be really intensely rooting on that game tonight. So hopefully by the time we have this discussion between ourselves uh, next week, you know, episode 18, Pittsburgh will be in the conference finals and uh, we'll be good. Who knows? And then, you know, I said I was breaking up with the Blazers, y'all. I said I was. I said I was done with the Blazers. And, and I am. But out of sheer morbid curiosity, I found myself watching at least pieces of every game Portland played against Golden State. And now Portland's down, one, you know, one game to three. Um, I'll be honest. I, I We were up, what, 10? 10 at the half yesterday. We had like 67 point first half. And we're up 10. That second half started and right away you were just like, no. Golden State figured us out. They're not afraid of a 10 point deficit for nothing. And I fell asleep. I didn't even know it went to overtime till this morning. And then to see that how many points did Curry have in overtime? Like 17 points in overtime? You know how goddamn hard it is to get 17 points in overtime? It's five minutes or some damn thing. 17 points in overtime? That's ridiculous. And the dude is kind of hurt. And I'm not saying you should go out there and hurt the dude. But, you know, somebody's got to have a foul to burn, right? Go up and get in his face. I don't know. Do something. Put a hand on him. It's just, I don't know. I feel bad for the rest of the Portland fans that haven't figured this out yet. That this team is just not that good. They, they, they play hard, they hustle, but it wasn't built neither contractually nor talent-wise to be a, a deep contender in the playoffs. This wasn't even a team that was built to make the playoffs. This was a team just kind of a stopgap. I don't know. I just, when you sell off that many players, you just can't do You just can't. You're not going to beat Golden State. And shame on anybody in Portland who thought, that our ragtag group of heroes was going to go out there and beat Golden State. I mean, come on. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know. I'll be glad when it's done. I'll be glad when it's done. Let's just take this game to, to Golden State. Um, yeah, let's just fold up shop. Let's see what they can do in the draft. Let's see what they can do, um, you know, with some free agent moves. And, and maybe we'll, we'll be better next year. Maybe next year I'll, I'll jump back on. Kind of at the low point when you were some of these guys. But I will I will give Portland credit on this. I'll give Portland credit on one thing. And and that's the fact that, okay, we sold off nearly every one of our big players. And in the NBA, the strategy is, if you need to rebuild, what do you do? You cut salary to the minimum, and then you tank. You tank until you get that lottery pick for some 19-year-old kid who spent one year in college, and that's your new golden boy. Well, I'll give Portland credit. Like, they they were like, no, we got a shitty team, but we're going to play hard. You know? And I think when you look at something like, you know, like Philadelphia is just horribly notorious now for tanking every year. Um, That's all the Philly fans are probably looking for. It's not like everybody expects to win the title every year. But if you're going to have a, you know, budget team, at least go out there and throw some wins together. Have some practices. Throw the ball around. Like, get some chemistry. 
I mean, what they did with this team in Portland was really remarkable. I mean, it really was. They shouldn't have got this far. And so for all those tanking advocates out there, I don't know. This is this was a this was a lesson on how not to rebuild via the tanking method. Does that make sense? Does that make any kind of sense at all? This is this is a, an alternative method to rebuilding your team. Now, my my biggest issue is I don't think we had to rebuild all that much. Um yeah, I know there's a luxury tax in the NBA, but when your owner is Paul Allen, the dude look old as balls. What else are you going to spend that money on, bro? I mean, what? The Seahawks? I think they're okay. They got like, you know, 150,000 seats in that goddamn Coliseum. I think you're doing all right with your NFL team. Why don't you throw a couple bones the NBA way, dude? Cheap bastard. I don't know. I mean, I, I hear these things that Merritt Paulson might want to buy the Timber or the Trailblazers. He's the owner of the Timbers if they ever came for sale. I read that rumor somewhere. That'd be cool. You know, it would kind of unify the city a little bit. Maybe we'd get Portland and the Trailblazers in some green alternate jerseys or something. I don't know. It, it would be an idea. At least the dude wants to win instead of blowing up a perfectly good team. God damn it. Oh, that pisses me off still to this day. Oh, what are you going to do? What are you gonna do? Oh, so my big, my big. Uh, I don't know if you can you call the Kentucky Derby sports. Either way, I hit the Kentucky Derby this weekend, folks. That's my big news. I hit the Derby. Now I didn't hit it like massively hit it, but I picked the I picked the exacta. You know, I had um, the thirteen over the eleven, and I put a little chunk of change on the thirteen to win. So yeah, I came out okay. Definitely came out more than I put in. And um it was a good race. You know, I, I look at this this horse though, this Nyquist. Ah, he's just not He's not American Pharaoh. He's not American Pharaoh. I don't think he's even California Chrome, to tell you the truth. And uh I love horse racing, but I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of flash to him, but uh we get in this longer race now here in the Triple Crown. I don't see this horse outlasting some of those real, true, uh, tested distance runners. Because that 11 was coming up. Was that Exaggerator his name? Yeah, he was coming up. Another 20 yards, and Exaggerator blows right by him. So, it'll be interesting. I don't think we're going to see another Triple Crown winner for uh, a very long time. Not with this uh, not with this current crop. So, no, I hit it. And then, like I was saying uh, earlier, I nailed Liga MX. This week, I nailed it on DraftKings. Um, I'm some kind of an idiot savant when it comes to DraftKings uh, League MX. I hit baseball occasionally. I can't hit MLS to save my life on DraftKings because it's completely nonsensical to me. For those few guys who have figured it out, I don't. I don't get it. I, I'll, I'll just. I don't get it. I wrote articles about it. I uh, studied stats. I gave projections. Um, my team was always near last. But Liga MX, I got it figured out. I had a total of a $26 stake on both days. And I ended up cashing out for well above 200 this week on DraftKings. So, hooray me. It was fun. What I didn't realize is, so I did the smart thing. I took this money out. As soon as I made it, I pulled it out. I didn't realize that DraftKings has this policy where they refund 
your deposit method and the order in which you've deposited money. If that makes any goddamn sense. I just asked for a PayPal withdrawal. But it puts a little bit into PayPal, and then it puts some in my, my debit card. And then some into PayPal, and then some on the credit card. And then some into PayPal, and then on a de- de- the debit card again. Like, it just kept, like, making these weird segments. Um, that's how I'm going to get caught. Because the wife doesn't really know a whole lot about what I'm doing, studying my phone every time a League MX game is on. But that's where I'm going to get caught. Because I'm going to get caught with the damn bank statement saying, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, you got three deposits from uh, DraftKings. <laughs> it's not what I wanted to have happen. I wanted to have some money set aside for different things, you know, food and groceries. If my wife sees just extra money laying around in that account, that shit's going to get spent up real quick. <clears throat> God damn it, DraftKings. Get your shit together. Doesn't matter how, doesn't matter what order I put shit in there. I told you how I wanted it back, and you gonna fuck me like that? Damn it! I don't know. I don't know. Don't make no sense. Don't make no goddamn sense. If I put money in through PayPal, just give it to me all in PayPal. What do you care what I do with it? You bunch of bastards. No wonder people are cutting you off left and right. Come on, man. I'm gonna get caught. Because that one time I used the joint account to put money into DraftKings, now that's got to come back first. Man, I already had it slick. It was already out. It was already forgotten about. Now I got money coming back from DraftKings into the account just out of nowhere. I'm going to get caught winning, not even get caught losing. That's how stupid I am. I'm going to get caught winning. I'll take a breath. I take a breath. It's been a, it's been a rough week on me, man. I don't know. Maybe it's just like there's there's just so many playoffs going on. There's just so much going on, so many good things. That must be what it is. Cause I'm amped, people. I'm fucking amped. I don't know. Maybe I I, I gotta cut back on the coffee a little bit. But yeah, it's good. It's a good week. It's a good week. Um, I don't really know. I don't really know what I'm gonna do if uh. Pittsburgh gets knocked out, or if uh, Pachuca loses. Uh, I'm on a good run right now. I'm on a really good run. I'm feeling really good about life. Uh, yeah. Things are good, people. Oh, man. I had to apologize. I got some allergies going on. And uh, you ever try to, like, suppress a sneeze, and then you kind of forget, like, what you're trying to talk about at the same time? Because I tried pausing a podcast once, and then I cut it all up in different parts. And the shit was all fucked up. So that little like lapse in uh, speaking there, that was because I was trying to like not sneeze and, and continue with the podcast because I can't just stop it. Because <laughs> I'm kind of an idiot. I'm kind of an idiot. What are you going to do? Yeah. I don't know. So my tip of the day, and this tip worked. This tip works. Because it's a tradition. But yeah, if you want your wife to let you watch more sports, let her know you got some money on it. Now, I'm not talking about DraftKings, because DraftKings fucked me over with that goddamn refund policy. But, um, no, my wife, you know, she was not into horse racing at first. And, uh, I mean, she doesn't know anything about horses or, or you know, jockeys or any of that. But she enjoys the spectacle of it. She, like, it's a beautiful thing to watch. You know, watching those horses go around the turn, it's a beautiful thing to watch. And my wife really got into horse racing with me when uh, Zenyatta was on her run. And I'll still say, I, hey, I know American Pharaoh was, you know, 
by far and away. He won the Triple Crown. He won the Breeders' Cup. No other horse had ever done that. But Zenyatta was something else. I mean, the, the run that she went on, her undefeated streak, was beautiful. I mean, she's still the best horse I've ever seen in my life. And, uh, you know, I kind of got her into it. And then you got to let them know, like, okay, I'm, I'm only putting this much down on this on this race. And, yeah, it was a, it's a gamble. But when she knows you got a couple bucks down down there, man, you can watch the pregame of the horses. You can watch it coming out of the paddock. You can watch the whole spectacle. I got to watch the whole thing. So, you know, if you have a relationship that can absorb a little bit of gambling without too much controversy, without too much of a hassle, let them in on it. Let them in on it. Tell them, hey, I got a five spot on this horse. You know, it's Kentucky Derby. It's the biggest biggest race of the year. Let them know. I guarantee you, once you got any kind of money riding on any kind of animal, the whole situation changes. Because I used to try to keep everything a secret. I used to try to be really too secretive. My only secret right now is DraftKings because I played a lot in the last couple weeks. But I'm getting it back. You know, I'm cashing out. I don't want her to know that. <laughs> I'm trying to recoup a loss here. But, hey, if you got, if you got, you know, an open relationship like that where she can understand that you like to put a couple bucks on a horse every now and again, or even that, you know, you got 20 bucks on a team, you know, with a buddy at work, Super Bowl bet or a playoff bet, or even a prop bet that you're going to get punched in the nuts if your team loses, they'll watch that game with you. They understand that. There's a consequence. There's a real-world consequence doing what you're doing today. Hey, that's all good, man. That's all good. That's my little tip of the day because we had a good time. We did have a good time watching that horse race. So, um, yeah, that's it. I do I do know that I have been incredibly lacking in putting any kind of content on SportingSanchez.com. That's my bad. Um, but I have a little bet with my brother. That uh, first one of us to beat Dark Souls owes the other one or gets a bottle of Templeton whiskey from the other one. So I've been racking my brain trying to beat this goddamn insanely hard game um, instead of doing writing and, and extra podcasting. That's where I've been. But that's yeah, my bad. I'll be better this week. I promise. All right, guys. You can hit me on Twitter at guy underscore m underscore Sanchez. And uh, shoot me an email at guy at sportingsanchez.com. This is my time, folks. This was episode 17, and we'll see you next week. Peace.